Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It happens every year during Divisional Weekend. The opposite ends of the spectrum and the emotions are so acute. They're so sharp. Especially in the wake of a thrilling Sunday. And an incredible Saturday night battle between the Packers and the Niners, plus the Ravens flexing their muscles in the AFC will host the championship game. But what I'm thinking of tonight, even before we launch into all the various entertaining elements of this football weekend, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. And it is agony for a fan base like the Buffalo Bills that now once again come up short. For the third time in four years, their playoff run ended by the Kansas City Chiefs. And as much as you can look back to seven weeks ago and say, oh, the Bills weren't even supposed to be here. They played their way in. All of that is true. They nearly played their way out, and then they played their way in. But that doesn't make it any better. They finally, finally had the game on their field, and there was no Cincinnati Bengals to contend with, right? So they've run into Cincinnati, they've run into Kansas City. These two teams that have had also championship caliber teams at the same time as Buffalo's window is wide open. It's never just about you, your team in a vacuum. You always have to contend with the other teams that are playing in their windows, in their championship windows. And for Buffalo... The top competitors, I suppose you could throw Miami in the mix the last couple years, but Buffalo has maintained its AFC East championships. The top two contenders for Buffalo have been Kansas City and Cincinnati. The Bengals didn't make the playoffs. Joe Burrow's nursing another season-ending injury, and they finally had the Chiefs in their own stadium. A crowd that was on edge, but was feeling confident. Just wanting to take that next step back to the AFC championship game. 
playing their best football of the year, playing from a position of strength, from a position of strength. If it was ever going to be their year, this was it. And it had to feel like the way they established the run early on, they were going to get the best of that Chiefs defense, and they did. They did for a good portion of the game, probably the first three quarters. But early on, establishing the run, playing that ball control game, I don't know if you guys had a chance to look at the final stats, team stats, but Buffalo dominated time of possession. An extra 14 minutes with the football. Played turnover free, though they nearly had a couple balls that were lost, but turnover free football. 182 yards rushing. Do you know the thought that kept going through my head on Sunday? When did Buffalo become the AFC's latest power running team? But 182 yards rushing, nearly as many yards as they had passing. That's unheard of in the Josh Allen era. They've tried to do it. They've tried to establish the run, but have been Inconsistent at best, unsuccessful at worst. But since they got on this run, James Cook has had an established presence and they established him early. And then Josh Allen. We've talked about him. He's a tank. He's a brute. He likes to run. He doesn't like to slide. Have you noticed the officials being more judicious with their flags when it comes to late hits or contact with the quarterback because Josh Allen's starting to hedge on his slides. That's how confident he is. So 182 yards rushing, 186 yards passing. Again, rare for these Buffalo Bills, even though Josh has always been a running QB. Their numbers on third and fourth down, Well, other than the failed fake punt with the Chiefs having just 10 men on the field. Nine for 17 on third and fourth down, including their last drive, converting a big fourth and three. They had more first downs in addition to those conversions. And they were able to put themselves in position multiple times, kept Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines, kept the pressure on the Chiefs' defense, forced a fumble at the goal line, time running out. They've got the ball in the hands of Josh Allen and a massive, raucous, electric crowd surrounding them. Moving their way downfield, moving their way downfield. Methodically, that last drive was a march. And at times, it looked like the Chiefs had a whole lot of nothing. They didn't sack Josh Allen. They barely hit Josh Allen. Same goes for Patrick. But he was able to move the ball around, mix it up. And we know he can chuck it. He did. Picking up, what was it, four first downs on that last offensive drive. 
to be fair, it does not come down to a missed field goal. Although I'm still sick for Tyler Bass. And he's sick himself. You'll hear from him momentarily. Jim Nance hadn't even finished talking about the pressure that Bass has faced and how they like him in these situations. Went from 44 yards. His field goal went on this. I mean, I don't even know what you would call it. This arrow to the right. It looked like it was starting straight down the middle and then just veered to the right. It wasn't as close as Scott Norwood's kick, though, of course, that's the famous phrase the Buffalo Bills fans and football fans know. Everything was set up for the Bills. And yet still couldn't break through. I don't know about windows. The NFL changes every single year. You've got injuries that always have to factor in. There's a a bazillion different ways an NFL season can play out. The Bills, their comeback, their rally in the last six, seven weeks to win the division title and get to this point where they were hosting huge. It felt like something special until it wasn't. Gosh. I know they all hurt Bills fans. But this one, this one's a different kind of suck. It's a different kind of sting. I'm not even a Bills fan. And I feel it for you. It felt like everything was lining up. Or what's the phrase? Everything was coming up Buffalo. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. Gosh. Certainly is a deep freeze in many parts of the country including my neighborhood, including Western New York. Still lots of snow in the stadium, just hasn't melted much yet. And these two teams in the final game of Divisional Weekend, the buildup, the hype, of course. And it was a thrilling win for the Kansas City Chiefs. Take nothing away from Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco, That Chiefs defense, it wasn't pretty, and they gave up a lot of yards. But ultimately, the defense coming up with the stops when they had to have them. And so the Chiefs end Buffalo's run for the third time in the last four years and reach a sixth straight AFC championship game. That's crazy. That's New England Patriots territory. Six straight AFC championships. And yet, for some reason, Bill Belichick still doesn't have a job. Because, you know, these things happen every day. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. What consistency. And I've said this before about the Chiefs. I'll say it again. They are about as impervious to pressure as you can possibly be. Because there is no situation, now including a playoff win on the road, there is no situation that they haven't been in. They're so resilient in these situations, and they have so much confidence because their leadership has seen it all.
has come back from 10 points down in the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl. Come back to win with 13 seconds left on the clock in a playoff game against Buffalo. I know a lot of the Chiefs' offense has turned over, but a lot of the defense, plus Pat and Travis, even some of the younger guys who were part of the Super Bowl run last year, and then, of course, that coaching staff led by Andy Reid, Steve Spagnuolo. They've been through it all. They've been through the battles. And that's why they're such a tough out. So congratulations to the Chiefs. They've got one more road game if they want to get back to the Super Bowl. That'll be in Buffalo next weekend. And, of course, the Niners will be hosting the Detroit Lions. Are you kidding me? I can't wait to talk about the Lions, their game against the Buccaneers. I kind of mindlessly said this to producer Jay earlier when I walked in the building. Who would you rather be right now? Or I guess who would you... Least rather be. It's an awkward phrase, but. Tyler Bass or Baker Mayfield? So Baker or Bass? I think I'd say Tyler. As much as Baker is gutted over his late interception, he did himself proud in this game against the Lions. He really did. That interception, though, and there were two of them, but the first one went tipped off the hands of Mike Evans. The way that he brought the Bucs back multiple times was impressive. He gained a lot of new fans. And as a family member texted me, I think Baker's found a home. That seems to be the refrain. So good for Baker Mayfield. As much as this one stings and as close as they were to getting back to an an NFC championship game, Baker was on a prove-it contract, and he proved it. This was his fourth team in the last two years, and he's finally found a new home and a fresh start. And the Bucs, including Todd Bowles, want him to remain as the starting QB for the Buccaneers. So good for Baker. But man, gut-wrenching late pick. However, take nothing away from the Lions' incredible, incredible performance. I can understand why the game's average ticket prices were $1,200 five days ago. Not something I could afford on a radio budget for the people who were there, though. Unforgettable experience. Even the Lions asking their fans to quiet down when they were out on offense because it was that loud. There was so much buzz inside Ford Field or inside the stadium. What a cool moment. One of those, where were you when the Lions finally went on a run to get back to the NFC Championship? You know, they've never been to a Super Bowl. They won an NFL title, an NFL championship, they call it, going back to the 50s. They've once before been within a game of the Super Bowl, but they've never been to the Super Bowl. Crazy stuff. I love it when you have franchises that finally reach the promised land after years of futility. Those are my favorite stories in sports. 
And as much as we could have seen this coming, some success, I mean, going back to the end of last year when they surged in the second half and then knocked the Packers out of the playoffs, it's been a long road and a long time for Lions fans. So I'd love to hear from you. I feel wind underneath my freaking wings, man. Me too. On Twitter, A-Law Radio. On our Facebook page, too. Ooh, football fans, how you feeling? That's the question. It's an easy question. Dish, will you? We we provide free therapy. Always post-divisional weekend. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Now, at some point... When he gets off the team plane in Kansas City, Josh Klingler, who is the sideline reporter for Chiefs Radio, along with Mitch Holtis and Danon Hughes, who've both been on the show themselves, Josh will join us to go over all the twists and turns. I'm telling you what, it was the type of momentum swings that give you whiplash. One team's got it. No, the other team's got it. No, the other team's got it. After five consecutive touchdowns around halftime, around the one quick kneel down at halftime, the game had no more points. It ground to this halt offensively and yet still so dramatic. Yes, you will hear from Tyler Bass. There's a lot to get to, and I'd love to hear from you. On Twitter... A-Law Radio or After Hours CBS. Our Facebook page is open and available. Our phone number, 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. I got to be careful, though, because after Michigan won the national championship, a very angry fan called from Ann Arbor and let her rip here on the show. So we'll have to have our dump button ready. I know we've got fans listening in Buffalo and Kansas City, as well as in Tampa and Baltimore, and Detroit on the ticket. So, yeah, good good weekend of football. It built up to its climax in Buffalo, and that's where we'll start coming up next. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Gets the shotgun snap, drifts back three, running to the near side, running to the numbers, throws on the run to the pylon, caught by Shakir, touchdown, touchdown! Shakir on the near side, pylon at the goal line, touchdown, Buffalo! Goal to go at the four-yard line for the Chiefs, trailing 24-20. Pacheco running back, Chiefs will use the shotgun, motioning left is Harden. They give it off to Pacheco, slamming on the left side, angling into the end zone, touchdown! Kansas City, pop, goggles the sweet neck through the end zone, and the Chiefs are back in front, 26-24. to 24. Off the field, on the money, and after hours, it's time to talk football with Amy Lawrence. We had some high-octane offense in Buffalo. Chiefs and Bills with five straight touchdown drives around halftime and five lead changes. Hold on to your butts. I don't know who said that, but I'm sure it's a thing. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to get to the Detroit Lions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming up following the update. But we want to squeeze in some of what we got in the late stages between Chiefs and Bills. It's funny because I had taken my notes for the other three games, and I'd started my note card on Chiefs and Bills, and then as they're going touchdown, 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 touchdown. I'm thinking, all right, I better wait and see what the theme is and how this plays out. Of course, at the end, uh, I don't want to say it doesn't matter that there were five straight touchdown drives because certainly it does. It was very entertaining, a duel between these two offenses, the pressure put on the defenses. But ultimately, uh, what people will be talking about is a fourth quarter that was nothing like the first three quarters. So you're here with Kevin Harlan on Westwood One and then with Mitch Holtis on the Chiefs radio network. That Kansas City takes a 27-24 edge early in the fourth quarter. And that's the Isaiah Pacheco rushing touchdown. But even as much as we hail Pacheco, and we should, because he was incredible again in this game. He's been so good for the Chiefs early in his career. Patrick Mahomes never got sacked, neither did Josh Allen. The number of times that, once again, he was extending plays and really moving the pocket around as much as he could, sidestepping pressure, and then throwing either on his back foot or off balance or on the run. He and Josh are so good at that. They're so strong. And they got into the red zone for that Pacheco touchdown on the deep shot by Mahomes to Marquez Valdez Scantling. He can turn any receiver into a world beater now and then. Same thing with Josh. So that 32-yard shot got them into the red zone, and then Pacheco finished it off. And Mahomes ended up with a couple of passing touchdowns, both to Travis Kelsey and just over 200 yards. So then Buffalo, feeling a sense of urgency in the fourth quarter, tries a fake punt on the next drive. And did you see who it was? 
a direct snap to DeMar Hamlin. But even though the Chiefs, according to, and I never see them, saw them go back for the replay, so I, didn't, I couldn't count them myself. Uh, but even though the Chiefs had 10 men on the field, they were missing a guy out there, they still snuffed it out. Snuffed it out. They snuffed it out. They stuffed it. And they were able to get incredible field position, making sure that the Bills did not convert on that fake punt. Except Kansas City turns around and a couple snaps later, actually it might have been two snaps later, fumbles away their chance to put a vice grip on this game with Nicole Hardman's fumble through the corner of the end zone. Now you remember that's a touchback. I hate that rule. A lot of people hate the rule, but that's the rule. He is inches away from scoring a touchdown. Jordan Poyer rips the ball away. And because it's fumbled forward through the corner of the end zone, essentially around the pylon and then out the side, it's a touchback for Buffalo. So within, what, 30 seconds, you've got these wild swings from Buffalo stuffed on a fake punt to Kansas City about to score to Buffalo getting the ball back on the 20-yard line. Gosh, what I say about whiplash? <laughs> and I can imagine it left many of you emotional. So how are you feeling after this divisional weekend? We'd love to hear from you and hear your dish on Twitter after our CBS and then also on our Facebook page. So ultimately, those mistakes by each team, now there were missed opportunities, but they didn't end up costing points. However, before you rip Tyler Bass, before you blame the Bills kicker, maybe remember the Bills had multiple opportunities and couldn't get into the end zone. So after back-to-back punts, now we're getting deep into the fourth quarter, and Buffalo starts this methodical march downfield. It's a lot more of the kind of ground and pound, the running the ball. And and there were a few short passes. Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox. A couple of deep shots by Josh that didn't connect. So it was a lot more of that kind of power, strength on strength game to move them down the field. 16 plays, four first downs, Josh on the move. But then they get within striking distance and he he feels pressure on one play, has to throw it away, misfires on another ball into the end zone. So credit the Chiefs defense. In those late stages, they did not make it easy. And ultimately, they force a field goal by Tyler Bass. 147 to go in the game on fourth down and nine for the Buffalo. Placement down, Bass's kick is up, and the kick is no good! A little prophecy! Tyler Bass has struggled, and he just misses the kick! Kansas City will next snap with a 34-yard And the Chiefs will take over at the point of the missed kick. Their own 34-yard line as Tyler Bass misses this wide to the right. 44-yard attempt from the right hash. Snap by Ferguson, hold by Martin, kick by Bass is on the way. And it is no good, no good wide to the right. The kick is unsuccessful. Kansas City will next snap at the 34-yard line, first down. Big time miss by Bass, he struggled a week ago. 
Watching the kick on replay, it just went wide the whole way. It never came back. It just turned as though there was a magnet pulling it to the right. I thought it was good when it left his foot. And it just kept veering, veering, veering. And it wasn't quite like a shank off the, off the tee. But a little bit too much spin on that puppy. And it went to the right. And I'm not kidding. Uh, well, and, and for those of you who watched the game or if you were at the game, I'm sure there are people listening who were at the game. It got deathly quiet inside Highmark Stadium from a roar that wouldn't even allow these guys to talk to each other on the field. From that to just deathly quiet. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. So all that's left is for the Chiefs to pick up a first down, which they do, and they seal a trip to the sixth consecutive AFC championship with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, though this one will be in Buffalo. The Ravens earned the shot. And interestingly, oh, I'm sorry, not Buffalo, Baltimore, thank you. Uh, Interestingly enough, it's the one seeds versus the three seeds in both the AFC and the NFC. So let's hear first from Tyler Bass because he stood in front of his locker and he answered questions. Got to do a better job of, you know, getting through to my target. Um, I got to do a better job of playing a little bit more left. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This, this one hurts bad, and, and uh, 
you know, I got to do a better job. I wish it wouldn't have been put in that situation. You know, it's, it's, you know, you win as a team, you lose as a team. You know, one play doesn't define a game. It doesn't define a season. I know people are going to be out there saying that. Um, you know, we got to be, be there for him because, again, we, we, we execute a couple plays prior. You know, probably singing a different tune right now. We have full confidence in Tyler. Um, you know, he's cooked, kicked well for us over the years. Uh, I thought he came out early and was kicking well. The ball was coming off his foot well, and um, and then the ball started to fade a little bit. You know, in some of those extra points, and then the last the last kick, as you saw. I appreciate Josh saying we have to pick him up. We have to be there for Tyler. If we execute a few plays earlier, this is not at all on Tyler, and that's true. But I don't believe it ever makes a kicker feel any better. He's got the one job. Well, okay, he's got a couple of jobs. <laughs> Kickoffs. Sometimes you've got him involved in holding, blah, 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 whatever. But it's it's rare that anyone remembers a kicker for anything other than this, right? Either you make him or you miss him in those key situations close and late. But it's not on Tyler Bass solely. And it would have tied the game. It didn't mean they were going to win. That wasn't a game-winning kick that he missed. It would have kept them in the game, kept them in the fight. And I'm sure he feels sick over it. He says he feels terrible. He's got to make those. Has to adjust more for the wins. But Josh is right. The Bills had multiple opportunities in the fourth quarter and couldn't execute. Throws that he missed. Or how about the ball to Stephon Diggs that went right through his hands? I mean, there's always plenty of blame and plenty of responsibility to go around. And it's a good leader who says it's not all on him. And no game ever comes down to this one snap or this one missed kick. But man, this has got to be tough. As Sean McDermott's Bills once again come up short. Extremely disappointed. Yeah, I mean, you put so much time into this. You put so much time into a season, let alone this game and the preparation for it and to come out and to not perform the way I'd hoped we would have. Um, you know, it's, it's extremely disappointing and frustrating. And uh, it's a sit- type of situation in our business where you got to spend the whole offseason thinking about it. Um, but, it but it drives you harder, if that's even possible to drive someone harder, it drives you harder to, to uh, come back next season and continue to work at it. Um, there's listen. There's only one team at the end of all this that's happy. Uh, I can tell you that I've been to two Super Bowls, and there's only one team that's happy. So um, it's that type of business, and, and you keep working at it. You realize how how hard it is to make it back here. You know what we, what we had to win, what seven straight, six straight, whatever the hell it was, to get to, back to this point. <sighs> Not to mention the roster changes every season. So um, it's always tough. I don't think it's a big change. I think it's just again we gotta. Find a way to score one more point than they do. And every season, if you don't win, it's it's a failed season. That's the nature of the business. Um, you know, there's one one happy team at the end of the season, really. And uh, when it's not you, and you're and you're so close, it just it sucks. It does. And Josh said more of that at one point at a loss for words in his post game press conference. However, as much as that's true, and it's a platitude. 
every team feels terrible except for the one that's the last one standing. It's a heck of a lot different when you get to the AFC Championship and you have one of those final four spots, or if you finally get back to a Super Bowl, which is what the Bills have been gunning for under Sean McDermott. This one's got to hurt because they finally had it on their own field. They finally had the Chiefs right where they wanted them. Finally had the crowd in their favor. And they had a kicker who, as much as he'd struggled in the last, I guess, last week, last couple games, he'd been generally clutch in these situations. And so I feel for him, sick for him. But, man, you got to wonder, what will it take for Buffalo to get over this hump? On Twitter, A-Law Radio, our Facebook page, too. How you feeling, football fans? Divisional weekend in the books. Do you know there's only three games left in the NFL season? Just three. And no more Saturday games. Oh, I'm so sorry I'll have my Saturdays back. That's too bad. Coming up, a little bit from Detroit. And then we're going to get to Kansas City and its reaction. So Patrick Mahomes playing his first road playoff game. We're waiting on Josh Klingler after he gets off the Chiefs team plane. Uh, but we want to make sure we get to Detroit in this first hour of the show. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Goff is going to go empty out of the gun. Third and five for Detroit. Goff back, drifting right, setting, throwing, end zone, wide open, caught. Touchdown, Detroit Lions, Josh Reynolds. Right to the left of Mayfield in the shotgun. Gets the shotgun snap. Mayfield looks, throws, back left corner of the end zone. It is caught. Cade Otten for the touchdown. Now they threw a flag. I think they're going to say it was pass interference against Godwin. And Baker Mayfield saw the flag and immediately sprints to the officials, arguing his case. There is no foul for offensive pass interference. The contact was within one yard of the line of scrimmage. Touchdown. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. This was a battle in Detroit at Ford Field. I didn't realize this, though I suppose I, I could have put it together. First time the Lions have ever hosted two playoff games at home in the same season. Never happened before. They've never been to a Super Bowl before. And they've never been to an NFC championship game either. They do have an NFL championship going back to the 50s. So pre-Super Bowl era. But this is a different Lions team. And Dan Campbell, all the way on up to the ownership have cleaned house and changed the culture, and they are primed and ready and a fan base that is rabid. I see it all over social media. They had to go through the Buccaneers earlier on Sunday. Dan Miller on Lions Radio and then Kevin Kugler with the Bucks touchdown in the second quarter that tied it at 10. And that was so huge, too, because it felt like the Lions had all the momentum and that this could turn into a landslide, but it doesn't. The final 90 seconds of the first half. There's a 90-yard touchdown drive for the Bucs to tie the game at 10. Two huge catches by Mike Evans, who you may remember dropped the first one that came to him, which I think would have been a first down. But the ball goes through his hands. Oh, yeah, ball goes through his hands and gets intercepted. So that was one of his earliest targets. But he 
settled in, and he and Baker had a great connection. Two catches by Evans that go for 27 and 29 yards, and then Kate Otten catches that two-yard score. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Detroit back in the lead in the third quarter, mixing up the run and the pass and keeping the Bucks' defense off balance. Goff turns, gives to Reynolds, straight ahead yes. to the end zone. Touchdown, yes. Detroit Lions. 13, I see you. Big time running. How about those guys up front? Dealing with Vita Vea, opening it up, and the Lions get the go-ahead score. Moving from our right to left. Arms outstretched, gets the shotgun snap, pressure comes. They set up the screen to White. He's got a block. White to the 10. He's going to walk in for a Buccaneer touchdown. The Lions brought pressure. Rashad White was the outlet, and Tampa Bay is an extra point from tying it up with 10 seconds to play in the third. Once again, Dan Miller and Kevin Kugler and dueling touchdowns there for the Lions and the Bucks. So as the Lions go back in front early, uh, this it, this is early in the second half with the Craig Reynolds score. They actually need a fourth down to be able to get that TD. But then Baker Mayfield leads the Bucks with a second touchdown pass, and it goes to Rashad White, end of the third quarter. But man, Detroit seemingly was all gas and no breaks in that second half. They go then back-to-back touchdowns. So actually three in a row if you include the Craig Reynolds. And Jameer Gibbs just all over the field in that second half. Golf will move in behind center, offset eye behind him. Up back, Cabinda, deep back, Gibbs. Golf turns, Gibbs to Gibbs over the left side. There he goes inside the 30, inside the 25. Gibbs, speed, 10, 5, end zone, touchdown. Yes, sir. Lions turning on the Jets. Jameer Gibbs running away from the defenders, and the Lions are back on top. Golf works out of the gun, Montgomery to his left. Lions by seven, looking for more, six and a half to go. Jared leans in. There's the snap. Jared back. Jared looks. Jared throws right side. It is caught. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Amon Ross St. Brown. Jared Goff with the delivery. 14 with a catch. And the Lions with an extra point can double up their lead with 6.22 to play. Man, Dan, look. He's dropping dimes, nickels, quarters. (laughs) Jared is dropping it all out there today. Beautiful pass from number 16. What a drive by the Detroit Lions that time. What a drive when they needed it. It was raucous under the roof there at Ford Field. Incredible atmosphere. The white towels, of course, we can't call them terrible. There were just a lot of towels that were waving. What a scene. I'm sure it was electric. I'd love to hear from you if you were at the game on Twitter, After Hours CBS, or my Twitter, and then also on our Facebook page. The hype train. And so midway through the fourth quarter, it's a third straight touchdown for Jared Goff and the Lions, and it's Amon Ross St. Brown that hauls in this nine-yarder. And it caps an 89-yard march for the Lions. Now, seemingly, that would put it out of reach with only six minutes to go. Except Baker is in a group. He's firing away the kind of passes that made him the number one overall pick. And he has a bunch of quick strikes get him into the end zone. And then it's Mike Evans who has the touchdown for 16 yards. And so they're back within a touchdown. Now it's eight points because they miss the two-point conversion. After the defense does its job, forces the punt, two-minute warning, one last Tampa Bay opportunity in Detroit. Mayfield takes him straight to the line with a minute 40. Baker leans in. There's the snap. Blitz comes. Mayfield back, loads, throws. Picked up by the Lions. Intercepted by the Lions. Intercepted by the Lions. 
Derek yes. Barnes. Derek Barnes. Yes. Derek Barnes. Oh, baby. 133 to go. The Lions are going to yes. San Francisco. Yes. Derek Barnes with the interception. Oh, baby. Stand up, Ford Field. Look at this. Woo. Look at this. <laughs> First career interception for Derek Barnes. Wow. And how big is that? Yes, man. Yes. <laughs> you guys, you guys are unbelievable, man. I, I'm telling you, we talked about it all, all year. This started a long time ago. You're built for this. You're built for this man and look what you guys did you went out there and the what it's another high team that we knocked off it's the next high team that you knock off you know how hard it is to win in this league in the playoffs do you understand what you're doing right now what we're capable of that's two all right that's two we got two to go with a bye in the middle i'm unbelievably proud of everybody in here man coaches Player, that's a way to mount up, man. That's not a, that's a that's a fucking difficult team to beat, man. All right, I got one game ball, man. In the game, need to fucking play, Derek Barnes. Any chance that there was Derek Barnes audio? Okay, good. We'll pull that for next hour uh, because this was his first career interception. First career interception off Baker Mayfield over the middle, and as you can imagine, Baker. Feeling crappy about that throw, but ultimately he's found a home. So there's that. He was on a one-year prove-it deal, and he did prove it. And it's clear to everyone that the Buccaneers and Baker have now found this marriage of sorts moving forward. Now, how much else changes on the Bucks? We shall see. They do have some good young pieces. They seem to uh, play well for Todd Bowles. But this day belongs to the Lions headed to the NFC Championship. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.